between us than the differences. Proposing new perspectives to help guide you through the most dangerous place on the planet. That's six inches between your ears. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Happy doings to you. Hello, I am your host, The Wands. Welcome to another episode of Wandsology. And as I said last week, I believe I was talking about a book that I had written called Hashtag The Book of Wands. Now, this book was, it was actually the suggestion of uh, my road roommate, one Andrew Jocelyn, who decided, you say some of the most prolific things. They're amazing. You should tweet them. So I started tweeting them. And then at the end of my little tour run, I decided to collect the tweets and put them all together in a book. And what's really funny is, uh, you know, after I got done touring, I, I, I met this woman. <laughs> and now, actually, uh, it was a it was a, I was an auction item and it was lunch with wands. And this lady who won it, her daughter, she got it for her daughter who's like 13 or 14. And they, you know, we met for lunch and she let it, the, the mother let me know that she was a published author. And I'm like, well, funny you should mention that author thing. And I told her about the tweets and she thought it was, she thought putting it into a book would be a fabulous idea. So at her behest, um, I met some people and found a publisher and, found an editor and, you know, put together what is now hashtag the book of wands, which you can find on Amazon. If you can search hashtag, which is the pound sign, the book of wands, all one word, hashtag the book of wands, no spaces. And a book with a red cover will pop up and that's me, Jolie. So anyway, I think I'm going to start a series about the things that I used to talk about because a lot of these are things that have gotten me from there to here, wherever here happens to be. Uh, everything in your past you had to go through to get to now, which is this. And you'll have to go through this, whatever this is, to get to that that you haven't reached yet. You have to go through that to get to this. And you're going to have to go through this to get to that, wherever that is. It's just the way it works. It being L-I-G, which is life in general. To those of us in the know. So I'm going to start 
with this hashtag, the Book of Wands, Michael, the Wands, Wandsley. It says at the top, tweets, parables, and wisdom, wisdom of all things, <laughs> from the Grammy Award-winning singer on Macklemore's Thrift Shop. Yeah, I know that guy. I've, I've seen him before. That Wands guy. Everybody knows Macklemore. <laughs> anyway, the first chapter, well, they're not really numbered, they're just you know, in no discernible order except for me. So I'm just going to start with the beginning and go until the last one. The format of this book, there's a title and then there's a story about the title. The first one is, remember, you are more than you tell yourself you're not. Comparison. It is one of the games we all play with ourselves. As a musician, I would often compare myself to other players. Sometimes I was better than them. Most times, though, I felt I was worse than them. Because they were more fluid or had a bigger singing range or faster on the fret or keyboard. Some of these comparisons challenged me to practice and to get better. Most of these comparisons simply accented the differences between me and other players. On almost every level, all of us do exactly the same thing. We compare ourselves to others in almost every way. Nose, eyes, hair, no hair, body type, money made, the drink we're drinking. The list is endless. How maddening it is to realize that you are never going to be, quote unquote, like anyone else. You'll never be that skinny or that ripped. You'll never have as much money as them or a car like theirs. A house, kids. The list goes on and on. Why do we do this to ourselves? We seem to revel in setting ourselves up for the disappointment that we are no one other than who we already are. I did it because I didn't like myself very much. I wasn't satisfied with being me. So I tried to emulate and imitate others. Sidebar. That's why I always do like little accents and things because I, I like it and I always imitated what I thought was funny. End of sidebar. I tried to talk like them, dress like them, play and sing like them in order to be more like them. When I couldn't do it, I got disappointed. I got down on myself, persecuted myself. I told myself I'd never be truly happy because I couldn't be them. When you can't sing like Michael Jackson or Lou Rawls or Frank Sinatra, when you can't play bass like Marcus Miller or Doug Pinnock, when you don't look like Brad Pitt or Tyrese Gibson, what do you do? Well, if you're me, you invent ways to self-destruct. 
not in the sense of blowing up a bomb while holding it, but in a much slower, more deliberate way. Drinking too much, too often. Taking too many drugs, staying out way too late. Eating a lot of really crappy food. These are ways we tend to act out our feelings about not being them. We slowly, deliberately chip away at our self-worth, excusing it all the while as a mood or a phase. Telling others, it doesn't really matter, or I don't really care how I look. Lies. All lies. <laughs> we tell ourselves to deflect the reality that we are stuck with ourselves. And we don't like it very much. When was the last time you told yourself, eh, I'm okay? Provided you have working extremities and all five senses, or especially if you don't, when was the last time you were actually okay with you unconditionally? What might happen if you told yourself, I may not be the best, but I'm good enough for me. Now, Insert a variety of words where good goes in that last sentence, such as, but I'm cute enough, or I'm slim enough, or I'm smart enough. What would happen if you took the time to know for yourself what enough meant? Now you ask yourself, what could happen? What? What could happen? I guess you could tell yourself anything. But if you don't believe it, it really doesn't matter. What if you actually believed what you were telling yourself? What if you were telling yourself the truth about who and what you are? I mean, not everyone can be a pro sports figure or a Rhodes Scholar. But we can be exactly who we are meant to be, which is ourselves. It takes courage to admit to yourself the things you're not good at and probably never will be. To realize you're not as good looking as the actors, models, and popular performing artists we like is a big thing. The media would have you believe that if you ate like them, worked out like them, wore what they wore, or sounded like them, you'd be, quote-unquote, happy, quote-unquote, rich, quote-unquote, successful. The reality is, you can't be them. And even if you could be, why would you? Are you not unique enough? If you're not sure, or you're, you're uncomfortable with the thought of being unique, put on a shirt that's too small. 
wear it in the world for five or ten minutes. Your mind will have you believing very quickly that everyone, and I do mean everyone, is looking at you. They all know. (laughs) The reality is, a few may notice, but no one will care. As much as you tell yourself they are thinking about you, they're not. The most dangerous place on this earth is the six inches between our ears. That is where we interpret the information we gather from our senses. It is there we formulate, calculate, and discombobulate ourselves. If you decide what is, quote-unquote, enough for you, then tell yourself what's good about those things. You'll not only feel better about yourself, you'll be happier that you're not like them. You are more than you tell yourself. You are the only you who walks this earth. Be proud of that uniqueness. Build yourself on the foundation of strength that is being the only you there is. Practice being better at being that person and have fun doing it. Do nice things that you like for yourself and you will be rewarded with a thick skin that is impervious to ridicule. Plus, you'll have a more satisfying existence because you won't be reaching for the unobtainable. You will find yourself within yourself and hopefully tell anyone, I'm okay. Now, that's, that's how the book starts. There will be more. I'm not trying to be the all-being, all-seeing, all-knowing. I just made an observation based on how I looked at myself. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I am not perfect at all. Some days are easy to be unique, and some days it's pretty damn difficult. But then again, like the weather, no two days are exactly alike. I mean... Even where the sun shines every day, there's still little differences. And once you can discern the difference between you and somebody else, it's a lot easier to look at the similarities and realize that, oh, I'm not the only one going through whatever it is I'm going through. Other people have gone through it before. Some have made it. Some have not. But at least you won't think it's only happening to you. Newsflash. Life happens to everybody. Every single person on this earth. Only thing is, you get a choice of how you are going to go through it. Yes, sir. You do. All right. All right. All right. Ah, stay tuned. There will be another episode of Hashtag The Book of Wands, part of a series book that you can find on Amazon. And don't forget.
Hey, thanks for joining me today. I want you to go to your social media and follow W-A-N-Z-ology. <laughs> you can find me, my music, and my story at thewands.com. Now, go do something good for yourself, then go do it for somebody else.